Hey y'all, Rochelle here. And Lynn. If you like our podcast, be sure to rate and review us on your podcast platform. Or share us on social media so more folks out there can join the Idgits and Aspets family. And don't forget to subscribe as well so you automatically have our newest episodes. Okay, so today we are talking about season eight, episode 19 called Taxi Driver. Uh, before we get going, <laughs> I just want to say <laughs> that um, I am getting over a cold and so my voice might be a little wonky and I might cough here and there, but... Uh, and I'm also getting over being sick, so I probably sound funny and cough here and there too, so... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're sorry. <laughs> kind of we actually, of <laughs> like, this is the first time we've podcasted in like two weeks yeah. or more, just because we've I been I think sick, about two so. weeks. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Because we we'll sounded horrible goes. up until then. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so we start out in Garth's boat. It's nighttime. Kevin is sleeping. He hears Crowley's voice say, Kevin, Kevin, <laughs> I know what you're up to. Kevin's eyes pop open and he sits up. Uh, Crowley says, working with them, those Winchesters. Dead end, Kevin. And Kevin gets out of bed and looks around, trying to find Crowley. Crowley says, not here not here either. Give up. Kevin looks under the bed. <laughs> you like, just imagine Crowley hiding under your bed. That would be disturbing. That would be very <laughs> I don't disturbing. think I would like that. Yeah. Crowley says, I'm in your head as well as everywhere else. Last time you irked me, you lost a finger. Imagine what will happen this time. Kevin holds up his arm and he has no hand. It's just a bloody stump. It's not he's a good scr- look for him. <laughs> no, it's not for anybody. It's not a good look for anybody, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> he screams and we hear a crack and he falls. Um, his wrists and his legs are nothing but bloody stumps. And he's surrounded in blood. And we get okay. our opening title sequence. <laughs> yeah, not a good look. <laughs> nope, nope. <clears throat> so we cut to daytime. Uh, Dean pounds on the metal door of Garth's boat. Dean says, Kevin, open up. Kevin. Kevin opens the door with a huge cast iron skillet in his hand. Uh, very Rapunzel of him. I know. <laughs> <laughs> he looks really tired and dirty. Um, Dean says, whoa, whoa, geez, what's going on? What's with the SOS? And Sam and Dean enter the boat. Kevin says, it's him. Sam says, it's who? Kevin says, Crowley. Dean says, what about him? Kevin says, he's in my head. Sam says, he's in your head. Kevin says, do you know what that means? Dean says, yeah, it means we need to up your anxiety meds. Kevin, (laughs) you're dreaming. Look, if Crowley knew where you were, he'd do a hell of a lot more than mess with your head. Sam says, all right, where's Garth? Kevin says, on a case or, or the dentist. I don't know. I haven't heard from him. Dean says, okay, well, what did you want to tell us that you couldn't say over the phone? Would you put the frying pan down, please? <laughs> and Kevin puts the pan down on the stove. He says, I translated the second trial from the tablet. Dean says, you crazy prophet, you. Nice work. <laughs> Kevin says, and if Crowley's in my head, he knows. Sam and Dean say at the same time, okay, he's definitely not in your head. Sam says, he's not in your head, Kevin. It's okay. Just 
we know you're distressed. Just stay with us. All right. What's the second trial? Kevin says an innocent soul has to be rescued from hell and delivered unto heaven. Dean says, what? Kevin says, unto that's, that's how God talks. <laughs> like, I don't think that's what they're questioning, dude. <laughs> I love that part. He's so frustrated with them. Like you idiots. You know? yep. Sam says, rescue a soul from hell. Like actually go to hell. How, how do you get a soul unto heaven? I mean, how do you even get a soul out of hell? Dean says, we're going to need an expert. So we cut to a crossroads. Sam puts a box in a hole in the ground and covers it with his foot. A male crossroads demon appears. He says, Winchesters, and his eyes flash red. Dean says, what happened to the hot chicks? The crossroad demon says, I'm out of here. Sam says, maybe not. And the crossroads demon looks down and he's standing in a huge devil's trap. So we cut to an abandoned building. Uh, the crossroads demon says, I ain't got nothing. And he is tied to a chair under a devil's trap. Dean dumps holy water and a holy water on him and he sizzles a bit. Dean says, Oh, the crossroads demon says, Bite me. Dean says, Well, then how about another owie? And he pours more holy water on the demon's head. The crossword demon says, Oh, it sounded like you said the crossword demon right there. <laughs> I'm like I'm sure that's not what you said, but that's <laughs> like a crossword demon. I might have said it. That that's that'd be an interesting demon. <laughs> One of the most frustrating ones of them all. Yeah. <laughs> I bet that guy's a bitch. <laughs> uh, Sam says, you know, wouldn't it be a lot easier just to tell us how to enter hell? Uh, uninvited. The crossroads demon says. It's a secret. Dean says, we promise we won't tell anyone. The demon says, no, wait, I can't. It's forbidden, man. They're going to kill me. Sam dumps more holy water on him. And the demon says, please. All right, look, for a price, y'all can be smuggled across hell's border. Dean says, by who? The demon says, rogue reapers. They got secret ways in and out. Not just hell, the veil, heaven. Sam says, rogue reapers smuggling people. The demon says, people, souls. Sam says, so what? They're like hell coyotes? The demon says, now kill me. Come on, man. Better death than Crowley. Dean says, hmm, good point. But first, you're going to tell us everything. So we cut to a city street at night. Uh, the Impala rolls into view and comes to a stop at the side of the street. Uh, Sam and Dean get out of the car and cross to where a yellow cab is parked. The taxi driver stands next to his cab holding a newspaper. Dean says, okay, I'm going to say this guy's name totally wrong, but a, a J? Maybe it's just AJ. It's AJ. It's AJAY. I don't remember it being so American. <laughs> you I know? Yeah, I don't. Re honestly, I don't remember. Okay, I well, I apologize if I'm saying this wrong, but I'm just going to call the guy AJ. <laughs> Dean says, AJ, need to talk to you for a sec. AJ says, you know my name. Sam says, and what you do. We want to do business. AJ says, but you are mortal, flesh and blood. Sam says, but if we wanted to cross the border into hell, Dean says, visitors pass. AJ says, no one wants to get into hell. 
Sam says, but could a coyote like you do it? AJ says, it's possible, but I have special skills. I have overhead. It'll be pricey. Dean says, how pricey? AJ says, you two are resourceful. One day you will owe me a favor. Sam says, you say that like you know us. AJ says, of course, you're the Winchesters. Dean says, sorry, have we met? (laughs) AJ, AJ says, I am the Reaper who took Bobby Singer to hell. Sam says, Bobby's in hell? We burned his bones. Once we did that, it was over. End of story. AJ says, hmm, not necessarily. Dean says, no, no, no. Because see, Bobby was on the good side of things and good guys go to the penthouse. AJ says, usually, mostly, depends on who you know, what palms get greased. If you're on the king of hell's no fly list, no way you cruise the friendly skies. Dean says, Crowley. Okay, let's do this. How much for two tickets down and three back? Sam says, Dean. Dean says, what? Sam says, come here. And they walk away from AJ. Sam says, what the hell are you thinking? Dean says, you heard the guy. Bobby's in hell. We're going to spring him. Sam says, we've gone over this, Dean. I have to do the trial solo. Dean says, this is Bobby we're talking about, Sam. Now let's face it. You have not exactly... You've not exactly been up to full speed lately, okay? We got one shot at this. We can't miss. Sam says, I'm not going to miss. And he opens his jacket to show that he's carrying Ruby's knife. He says, I'll bring him back. Sam walks back to AJ and says, I'm in. Just me. AJ says, follow me. Dean says, wait, 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 wait. How does this work? AJ says, not to fret. He'll be back in exactly 24 hours time. Return for him then. For him then. <laughs> AJ leads Sam away. Return Dean him, looks just at- don't forget to bring the receipt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dean looks at his watch, and there is a guy standing to the side. He looks like he's homeless, and he's been watching and listening to this whole conversation. So AJ leads Sam into an alley that's totally covered in graffiti. There's a door painted on one of the walls. AJ stops and says, take my hand. Sam says, and it gets creepier. (laughs) Sam takes AJ's hand. uh, Then the walls start to shake and the paint appears to liquefy and stream towards the painted door. The door becomes encased in bright white light that spreads out to encompass AJ and Sam and they're sucked through. The light is gone. Um, The ground shakes. Sam and AJ appear. Um, Sam looks around and they are in a forest. Sam says, so this is hell? AJ says, not at all. This is purgatory. Sam says, what do you mean this is purgatory? This isn't what I paid for. I booked the hell tour. AJ says, whoa, whoa. Winchester, detach. This is hell adjacent. Been down this highway many times before. Follow the stream to where three trees meet as one. Where they meet, there are rocks. Between the rocks is the portal. That sounds a little convoluted to me. But (laughs) there are trees in a forest. Weird. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) That'll be easy to find. Sam says a portal. AJ says a back door to hell. Trust me. It'll work. Sam says, wait, so you're not coming with me. AJ says, don't be ridiculous. Smuggling a mortal across the border is risky enough, but gate crashing a Winchester into hell seriously blows. No, I'll be back in 24 hours. Precisely. Be here. Sam raises the demon killing knife and starts to turn away. AJ says, it's a good thing you brought that. It's not an easy place. 
Then there's a flash of light and AJ is gone. So we cut to Garth's boat. Uh, it's daytime. Dean says, yo, Kev, it's me. And Dean enters. He's carrying a tray of takeout food. He says, Kevin. Kevin says, I believe the closet would be safest. And Kevin opens the closet door and speaks from the doorway because he stuffed himself inside like a weirdo. <laughs> like, dude, what is going on? <laughs> God. <laughs> Dean says, safe from what? Kevin says, Crowley, he's in my head, Dean. And if he's in my head, he knows where I am. You know, we, we should move out. We'll find another place. Dean says, geez, Kev, would you chill out, huh? Have a burger. Come on, don't lose it on me now, dude. <laughs> Kevin leaves the closet. Dean says, there you go. That's it. Kevin says, just tell me when this all ends, because that's the only thing I want to hear. He's Dean like said, a feral cat. I know, poor little guy. <laughs> He's had it pretty rough. Yeah. Dean says, no, like I told you before, this isn't going to end. Look, man, other guys, they got it easy, you know? It's all backyard barbecues and bowling teams. But you and me, we got to carry a little extra weight. Kevin says, I can't take it. Dean says, yes, you can. Hey, look at me. Now this whole thing sucks. I know. But you suck it up and you push through because that's what we do. And when you get on board with that, the ride's a lot smoother. French fry? <laughs> Kevin says, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be in my room. Let me know when there's a good day. <laughs> And he takes a tray of food and goes back into the closet and shuts the door. Dean says, that's my pie. <laughs> so we cut uh, to the alleyway at night. AJ walks back to his yellow cab carrying a pizza. He gets inside and Crowley is suddenly in the back seat. He says, hello, AJ. It's been a while since we chatted. Too long. AJ says, pizza? Extra anchovies? Crowley says, anything you want to get off your chest? An update? AJ says, uh, no, no, not really. Crowley says, as you may recall, patience isn't one of my virtues. Well, I don't have any virtues, but if I did, I'm certain that patience wouldn't be one. So sure, there's nothing weighing on you. Nothing say about making a deal with the Winchesters. AJ says, sir, I know better than to attempt that. Crowley says, my operative saw you leaving with Sam Winchester. AJ says, oh, oh, Sam Winchester. Oh, yeah, yes, that's a possibility. <laughs> Crowley says, you're trying my non-patience. AJ says, sir, I was just doing what I do. As you are more than aware, I do occasionally moonlight as a freelancer. Crowley says, you do not freelance with them. What did Sam want? AJ says, well, uh, actually, it's, uh, it's starting to come back. Uh, he may have wanted to get into hell. Crowley says, my hell? Why would he want to do that? AJ says, I don't know. I swear. My job? I don't ask questions. Crowley says, and what time is Mr. Winchester due back from hell? AJ says, uh, I'm picking him up in, well, 17 hours. Crowley says, I see. Anything else? AJ says, no, I swear. Crowley says, hmm. And then Crowley does the asshole thing and stabs AJ right in the back through the seat that he's sitting in. The blade comes out of his chest. AJ is dead. Crowley says, that's one fare you won't be collecting. <clears throat> so we cut to purgatory. Sam is walking through the forest. He hears a branch snap 
and he's suddenly attacked. They wrestle both around the ground. Sam shoves, shoves his attacker away and grabs the monster's weapon and beheads it. He picks up the demon killing knife and continues on, still carrying the purgatory weapon. He finds where the three trees meet as one and the rocks. He pulls a large rock away and there's a blast of air coming through the opening showing a tunnel. Sam says, it's the rabbit hole. This is nuts. Sam picks up the purgatory weapon and is sucked into the tunnel. He appears in a dark corridor. Uh, he grimaces as he pulls himself out of the opening. Sounds echo in the distance. He takes off his watch and places it on a high ledge. Um, I don't really get the watch thing. You might have to explain that to me later. I mean, <clears throat> I don't totally remember. I Like he puts his watch on this ledge like and then he like leaves it there. And then when he is on his way back, like, you know, spoiler alert. Sure. I think, yeah, I like, think it was it's just, there. it's like a gingerbread or like a crumb trail, you know, like, okay, okay. Yeah, this just one, like, you this know. is, this is the way to go. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. I just, I don't know. seems weird to use a watch. I feel like you need that watch to see how much time you have. Right. Like, yeah. But I mean, what else is he going to leave? Like a jacket, which somebody's going to see or like, you know, pop a button even off yet, your... one of his weapons, you know, like... Yeah, like pop a button off of a piece of your clothes or tear some of your shirt off or, yeah, but when it's like dark and stuff, you know, like you're going to want something that you can still see, but that it won't like stand out, you know? I don't know. I feel weird about it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, he takes off his watch and places it on a high ledge with the purgatory weapon at the ready. He heads down the corridor. Um, the corridor is arched and there are bodies chained to the wall. Souls cry and moan and scream. A woman says, I'm innocent. Help me. And she's chained all bloody and burned and appears to be standing right in a lit fireplace, which that sounds like hell. Yeah, that would yeah. suck. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> a man in a cell says, Eddie, Eddie. And he holds his hands out to Sam through the bars of the door. Um, and there is a huge hook uh, covering his face. He says, Eddie, there's a girl in a cell. She says, you came. I knew you would. I've been praying for it forever. She's a young woman, very pretty. She says, you came. I knew you would. I've been praying for it forever. Sam says, I'm not him. I'm sorry. The girl in the cell says, you came. I knew you would. I've been praying for it forever. Sam continues on his way. <laughs> he stops at another door and it opens easily. Uh, he enters the cell. There's a figure against the far wall wearing a leather jacket and a baseball cap. There's scratches on the wall, like, um, like he's been counting the days. Sam says, Bobby? The figure turns around, and it is Bobby! Hey! Um, he punches Sam in the head. <laughs> Bobby says, get nope. the hell out of here, you black-eyed son of a bitch. Sam says, what? Bobby, it's Sam. Bobby says, yeah, and I'm Elvis. Move your ass. <laughs> Sam says, Bobby. Bobby says, get. Sam says, it's me. Okay, damn it. If it's not Sam, then how do I know about you and Tori spelling? Bobby says, what? Sam says, you're a fan. Yeah. Or, uh, okay, what about your free pedicures at the Mall of America? You made Dean swear to never tell another living soul how it changed your life. <laughs> <laughs> 
Bobby says, Sam? And he grabs Sam and they hug. Bobby says, I'm sorry, Sam, but you're the 200th Sam I've seen today. That's how they screw with me. Just endless Sam and Dean, Sam's and Dean's all wearing the same black eyes. Wait a minute. What the hell are you doing here? Please tell me it's what I think it is. Please don't tell me it's what I think it is. Sam says, no, 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 Bobby. I'm good. I'm, I'm here to get you. You don't belong here, Bobby. And he hands the demon killing knife to Bobby. He says, and we're getting out. So we cut to inside a house in hell. I have no idea where we are. We're in some sort of building. <laughs> it is a, a mansion. I don't know. Uh, Crowley is there. He says, am I the only one who sees the urgency of this situation? A female demon says, sir. Crowley says, something is going on. My hellhound has been killed. Winchester jumbo size is trying to break into the mothership. And that, <laughs> and that prophet of theirs is <laughs> I know. And that prophet of theirs is madly translating away. Add it up. The demon says, I will, sir. Crowley says, Where did we get you, huh? Temp agency? I need Kevin Tran. I need his half of the tablet. Apparently, his half has the good stuff, where mine has the acknowledgments the acknowledgments and about the author. The demon says, it will be done. Crowley says, it had better be. Find that kid. So I cut to Garth's boat. Uh, it's daytime still. Dean is at the stove frying eggs and bacon. He says, hey, Kevin, come in here and grab some of these eggs. Kev, come on, man. You can't hide in there forever. Kevin enters through the main door. Dean says, where the hell have you been? What happened to being scared? Kevin says, I am scared. So I made a preemptive move. Dean says, so made a what now? <laughs> Kevin says, I can't sit here with a tablet like a sitting duck and Crowley breathing down my ass. Getting rid of that tablet just takes, some, uh, takes off some of the pressure. Dean says, wait, getting rid of it? Kevin says, temporarily, I hit it. Dean says, what, where? Kevin says, if I tell you where, it's not hidden, is it? <laughs> I know, obviously. <laughs> Dean says, Kevin, tell me where the damn tablet is, or I swear to you. Kevin says, you'll what, Dean? And then he goes back into his closet and shuts the door. <laughs> Dean says, Kevin. But suddenly, Naomi is there. Naomi says, kids, so cute when they're little. <laughs> then they turn into teenagers and the party's over. We haven't been formally introduced, Dean. My name is Naomi. She sticks her hand out to shake Dean's hand, but he backs away from her. Dean says, oh, I know who you are. And I know what you did to Cass after he got out of purgatory. Naomi says, after I rescued him from purgatory, you mean, at the cost of many angels' lives. Dean says, you screwed with his head and had him spy on us. Naomi says, well, it is true that I've spoken with Castiel many times, trying to reach out to him, trying to help him. Dean, you must have noticed how purgatory changed him. I mean, he's been unstable in the past, but I was shocked at how damaged he is now. Dean says, stop, okay? Don't, don't try to spin this. You think I don't know that you told him to try and kill me? Naomi says, hmm, yeah, I suppose that's how he would hear it. When I learned of the angel tablet, I did tell Castiel to get it at any cost. That's my job, to protect heaven. I'm a warrior, just as you are. What would you expect? And now Castiel is in the wind with the hydrogen bomb in his pocket. And I, I'm scared for all of us. Dean says, save it. See, I don't trust angels, which means I don't trust you. 
Naomi says, and yet you haven't warded this place against us. I know you're hoping Castile will return to you. I admire your loyalty. I only wish he felt the same way. I know you don't want to believe it, Dean, but we're on the same side. Shutting the gates of hell, bringing Castiel in from the cold. Take a moment. Think about what I've said. Oh, I know you've been doing business with AJ. He did mention, didn't he, that his way into hell is through purgatory? I knew you'd want to know. You see, we can be of help to each other. And then she leaves when we hear her wings flapping. So we cut to hell. Bobby says, you know where the hell you're going? And Bobby and Sam are making the way through. Where the hell you're going? <laughs> <laughs> he did that on purpose. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And they make their way through the corridors. Sam says, yeah, we're almost there. Get back, get back, get back. And there's a demon walking towards them. Sam attacks first, and then Bobby stabs the demon with the demon killing knife. Another demon attacks Bobby, but again, he uses the knife. Sam says, let's go. We got to get out of here. Suddenly, there are two Sams. One on Bobby's right and one on his left. Right side, Sammy says, Bobby, they're messing with you. Left side, Sammy says, don't listen to him. He's not real. Right side, Sammy says, Bobby, get away from him. Left side, Sammy says, we got to go now. Ah! <laughs> Bobby sta stabs left side, Sammy, and he lights up from the demon killing knife and falls down dead. Sam says, you knew somehow, right? Bobby says, took a chance, 50-50. He's just like, whatever. <laughs> it's like, it almost kind of makes it sound like he's still not convinced that that's yeah. Sam. You know? Exactly. Yep. Agreed. Um, Bobby says, what do we do now? What do we do now? Um, and they start running. Sam says, look, look. And he grabs his watch from the ledge. They keep on running. Uh, we cut to the alleyway at night. We see um, dead AJ in his cab. Dean comes around the corner and stops by the car door, pounds on the window. He says, AJ, hey. And he opens the door, but sees that AJ is dead. Um, we cut back to Sam. He and Bobby um, are spewed out of hell into purgatory. <laughs> Sam puts on his watch, which you shouldn't have let go of, is what I think, but that's fine. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> literally anything. I don't know. Okay. Bobby says, what the hell is this? Sam says, all right, don't get pissed off. Purgatory. Bobby says, balls. <laughs> Sam says, let's go. And they leave and they leave the doorway to hell still open. So we cut back to Dean making a phone call. He says, yeah, hey, it's me. I know, I know, man, it's been a long time. I mean, I wanted to call. I did. I just, uh, I thought it might be better if I didn't. And then we see that he's talking to Benny. Benny says, so good to hear your voice, Dean. I mean that. Dean says, how have you been? Benny says, oh, you know, I get by. Dean says, I guess I let you down, huh? Benny says, look, I'm, uh, I'm just happy as hell to hear from you. He's sipping from a blood container that looks almost empty. Dean says, you might change your mind about that. Benny says, why? What do you mean? Dean says, Benny, I got a favor to ask. It's a big one. So cut to purgatory. Um, Bobby says, so how many more of these trials after this? Uh, Sam says, just one. Don't know what it is, though. Not yet. Kevin's still translating. Bobby says, well, you saw back there in hell. I ain't got a lot of rest. Just feels good to be back in action again. Might be handy if you had me around to help. Sam says, Bobby, I'd, I'd love that. Believe me. The thing is, 
for this trial to be completed, your soul has to enter heaven. And besides, if that weren't the case, we burned your bones, Bobby. There's nothing to tie your spirit to earth. Bobby says, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I always figured that'd be the end of it. You know, just a hunter's funeral. Zip, nothing. And I was okay with that. Imagine my surprise. Sam said, well, I guess if there has to be an eternity, I'd pick heaven over hell. Bobby says, yeah, because there's nothing screwing on going on up there. <laughs> <laughs> Sam says, I wish I made the rules. Bobby says, well, I'll uh, do my part, get to the end of this, but I ain't exactly the retiring type. So you would just figure out a way to spring me. Sam says, yeah, no, of course. Uh, they stop walking. Sam looks around and says, that's a uh, yeah. Bobby says, okay, well, let's get topside. What's going on, Sam? Sam says, this is it. This is the place. I'm sure of it. Bobby says, where your cabbie's supposed to meet you? Sam says, yeah, at exactly now. Bobby says, so he's running a little late. Sam says, no, see, that's the thing. He was very specific, Bobby, like to the minute. Bobby says, and if he doesn't show, Sam says, we got no way out. So we cut to the alleyway. Um, it's daytime. Dean says, if you want nothing to do with this, I completely understand. Benny says, wow. When Dean Winchester asks for a favor, he's not screwing around. Dean says, Benny, sending you back there is the last thing I ever wanted to do. Benny says, I know, I know. Dean says, but my little brother is stuck down there. Benny says, this would be the little brother who wants to kill me, right? Dean says, you got access to the place. Benny says, by access, you mean getting beheaded. <laughs> Dean, sa Dean says, yeah, you're right. It's too much. It's not like I've, it's not like I've exactly been there for you lately. And his voice shakes a little bit. Benny says, what? Oh, come on, Dean. You know, I love a challenge. Dean says, you're serious? Benny says, hey, he's your brother. I say, let's do this. Dean says, I owe you. Benny says, oh, you don't owe me nothing. Truth is, uh, I could use a little break from all this. Dean says, it really been that tough? Benny says, I'm not a good fit, Dean. Not with vampires and for sure not with the humans. I don't belong. And after a while, that starts to wear on you, right? Cry me a river. Like, you need to listen to this. Dean says, well, when you get back up here, we're going to fix all that, okay? Benny says, when I get back? Dean says, yeah, you find the portal and you ride out of purgatory with Sam, just like you did with me, okay? As soon as I send you back, I'm going to haul my ass up to Maine and I'm going to be waiting there for you when you get topside. Benny says, yeah, that sounds like a plan, chief. Let's get on with it. Dean says, you sure about this? Benny says, not my first rodeo, man. So Dean reaches into the Impala and pulls out a machete. Uh, he puts it in his, uh, he puts out his right hand uh, to Benny to shake and they clasps hand, they clasp hands, sorry. I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> and they pull each other into a hug, which was very sweet. Dean says, thank you. And they pull apart. Benny says, well, come on, you a wimp? So Dean beheads Benny. <laughs> we cut to purgatory. Bobby says, Dean spent a year in this place. Sam says, running and fighting all day, every day. Bobby says, must've been hell on you not being able to get him out all that time. You did try. Sam says, look, Bobby, Dean and I had an agreement, okay? Bobby says, I know that agreement. I taught you that agreement. That's a non-agreement. 
I get the feeling a lot must have happened while I was gone. Sam. Then three vampires are there ready to attack. Sam decapitates the first one. The second one attacks Bobby, but Sam beheads it. And the third one is pulled back by Benny, who then rips out his throat. Uh, Bobby is ready to stab Benny, but Sam grabs him in time. Sam says, Bobby, no, wait, wait. Why are you here? Benny, uh, with his vampire teeth exposed, stands up and says, Dean sent me. Bobby says, Dean, not my Dean. <laughs> Sam he's says, like, hold on. <laughs> yeah. Sam says, he's a buddy of Dean's, Bobby. Bobby says, a buddy. Benny says, a good buddy. <laughs> Bobby says, a freaking vampire? Well, you two really went off the rails while I was gone, didn't you? <laughs> I like how... <laughs> Bobby just like cannot handle it. He's like, what in the hell? (laughs) (laughs) So cut back to the alley. Um, Dean tosses the bloody machete into the trunk of the Impala. He slams the trunk shut and gets into the car. As he drives out of the alley, uh, the homeless man steps away from the building. His eyes flash demon black. We cut back to purgatory. Sam says, hey, Benny, listen, I know you saved my brother's ass a few times down here, and I respect that. Uh, Benny says, yeah, and now I'm trying to save yours. You know, I'm a disgrace to my own people. Yeah, this is the spot. Bobby says, the seam that gets us back up top. Benny says, mm-hmm. Bobby says, is that it? And we see the blue flickering portal high above them. Benny says, yeah, that's it. You boys remember what I told you? Sam says, yeah, all right, Bobby, here goes. When we get to earth and I release you, it's an express straight to heaven. No time for goodbyes. Bobby says, Already said goodbye to you once, Sam. Didn't seem to take. No reason to think I won't see you again somewhere down the road. Sam says, yeah. Bobby says, but if they give me a rocking chair up there, I'm raising hell. (laughs) Bobby uses the demon knife to slice his forearm. He hands a knife to Sam. Sam chants in Latin and cuts his own arm. Um, Bobby turns into a stream of red and white light that shoots into Sam's arm through the cut. Sam says, all right, come on, Benny. It's your turn. Sam turns to Benny and holds the hilt of the knife out for Benny to take. He says, hurry up. A vampire appears with a group of vampires and says, Benny, and still working with the Winchesters. Sam says, hurry. Benny says, time for you to go, Sam. And Benny pats Sam on the shoulder and walks towards the other vampires. Sam says, Benny? Benny says, go on. It's me they want. Go on. You just make sure you tell Dean I said goodbye. It was never any good up there anyway. Sam says, Benny, wait. Sam tosses the purgatory weapon to Benny, who uses it to take out the closest vampire. The other two vampires attack Benny. Sam climbs up the hill to the portal. He looks back to see Benny down on the ground fighting. Um, Sam says, Benny, but then he is sucked through the portal. So we cut to the 100-mile wilderness in Maine. It's nighttime. Dean is walking through the woods. There's a bright flash of light, and Sam is suddenly there. He walks over to Dean, and Dean grabs him into a hug. Dean says, purgatory, right? A real garden spot, ain't it? (laughs) Sam says, yeah. Dean says, did you get him out? Sam says, only Bobby. Dean says, what? I mean, that's fantastic about Bobby. Sam says, Dean, look, Benny, uh... He got us out, a bunch of vamps showed, and he used himself as bait. I get the feeling that even if that didn't happen, he didn't want to come back, you know? I'm sorry. Dean says, you're probably right. So, uh, Bobby, how do you hold up down there? 
Sam says, he's good. All things considered. Honorary as hell, of course. Dean says, as he should be. Let's put that old man where he belongs. Sam says, yeah. And he pulls up his jacket sleeve. Um, he chants in Latin and we see the glowing yellow and red light moving under his skin. Sam holds his arm up and the light is now bluish white and it starts to rise into the sky. Suddenly it turns into a cloudy mix of red and black. Dean says, what the hell? And suddenly Crowley is there. Crowley says, hello boys. He looks up and says, Bobby Singer, I know you anywhere. Dean says, let him go Crowley. He doesn't belong in hell. Crowley says, he does if I say he does. He's inflicted untold damage on my kind. From where I sit, actually, hell's too good for him. Really? Um, why did I, why does he say really? Sam and Dean rush Crowley, who flicks his index finger, and Sam and Dean are flung away until they're slammed against two trees where they're stuck. Then Crowley says, really? <laughs> uh, Crowley looks up at Bobby's red and black cloud soul, and that's kind of floating back down towards Earth. And says, what? Bobby's soul is now, uh, has flashes of white light shooting through it. And then we see Naomi is standing there, looking very pleased with herself. <laughs> Crowley she says, does, though. yeah, she does. Crowley says, oh, come on. <laughs> Naomi says, let me see if I've interpreted the situation correctly. The Winchesters have freed an innocent from hell to which you are wrongfully trying to return it. Crowley says, siding with them, Naomi? You don't know these two. Before they're done, we'll both be locked away. Naomi says, I'm just hoping they lock you away, dear. The rest I'll figure out. Crowley says, bureaucrat, you're fighting outside your weight class. Naomi says, don't call me a bureaucrat. <laughs> I don't know why that like rubbed her wrong. <laughs> I know, like, okay. <laughs> That's weird. <clears throat> Naomi extends her hand towards Crowley and her eyes and hands are shining with angel power, but Crowley disappears. Sam and Dean are released from the trees and fall to the ground. Naomi raises her hand upward and Bobby's soul turns blue and white and then shoots up into the sky to heaven. She looks at Dean and says, I told you you could trust me. And then she disappears. Sam says, what the hell was that about? <laughs> Dean says, I'll tell you later. Let's get this trial done. Sam takes the scrap of paper out of his pocket and speaks an Enochian phrase. Um, he grabs his right hand and falls to his knees in agony. His hand looks like it's burning on the inside. Uh, he makes a fist as the burning light fades. Dean says, Sam, what? Talk to me. What? And he grabs Sam's shoulder. Sam says, it's okay. It's okay. I'm fine. It's done. It's done. So we cut to Garth's boat. It's night. Uh, Kevin is painting sigils on the boat's windows. The room is lit by multiple candles. We hear Crowley's voice say, so tired of this, aren't you, Kevin? Fear, the hiding. I know I am. Kevin says, just a dream. It's just a dream. He puts down the brush and hears screaming and he grabs his head. Suddenly the windows of the boat shatter, covering everything with broken glass. And we see fingers extinguish a candle. Crowley says, Kevin Tran. Kevin drops his hands from uh, his head. Crowley says, it's been a while. Thought you could elude me forever. There's always a way. If you can't find one Tran, find another. Your mom, she didn't want to give you up. Quite a pain threshold, that one. But even she could only take so much. Kevin says, she never would have told you. Crowley says, moms are like that, aren't they? 
So we killed her and got your address off her smartphone. Kevin says, no. Crowley says, what you people never seem to understand is that you are nothing. Fleeting blips of light. I am forever. And then the scene kind of pans out and we see the boat under the moon and we hear Kevin screaming from inside the boat. We cut to the Impala. Uh, Dean says, you okay? Sam says, yeah, I'll live. Dean says, I buried Benny, but I didn't burn his bones. After he said he'd try to get you out of there, it just didn't seem right. I know you got no use for him, but Sam says, no, no, no. You know what? I get it. I do. He's a little different from what I thought. So go ahead and leave the door open if you want. Dean says, all right, well, let's go check in with Profit Boy and see where he stashed that tablet. So we cut to the boys outside Garth's boat. Dean says, Kevin, it's us. Sam and Dean enter. It's dark out inside. Uh, so they turn on their flashlights. Dean says, Kevin. And then uh, we see that it is, in fact, a very empty room with nothing on the desk. Uh, Dean turns on the lights and the walls and counters. Everything is bare. Um, and the windows are intact. Something still there. <laughs> and they still have sigils on them. Sam says, Kevin, he's gone. He took all of our stuff. His notes? Dean says, I saw this coming. Finally freaked. Little geek made a run for it. Sam says, yeah, but where? And credits. Okay, so I have like two thoughts. But also, before I get to my thoughts, I would just like to do a disclaimer that I just got a puppy like an hour ago and she's in the room here and currently she's passed out, but there may be, there might be like squawking later. So (laughs) I'm hoping not. (laughs) She's so cute out for a little bit, but we'll see. Yeah. (laughs) Well, how long does she normally nap for? Oh, I don't know. (laughs) Okay. I mean, when I went to visit her the one time before we got her, she slept for probably a good hour but also like I don't know you know we also kind of woke them up from a nap too mm-hmm. so yeah I don't know she's had an eventful day so far a couple car rides she's never you know yeah <laughs> done before and you know going to a pet couple pet stores looking for stuff mm-hmm. they don't have potty pads right now <laughs> we found weird. some last night at Walmart I'm gonna just say this is kind of like an idiot or ass butt moment but I don't, I'm not going to remember in the weeks later, you know, so yeah. I, we're just kind of, kind of go with it now. Like we found two packs of the types of potty pads that she normally use at Walmart. Mm-hmm. And like, cause apparently nobody else has them. I looked at two pet stores and I couldn't find them. And, um, yeah, so we found them as we're walking around Walmart. We're like, okay, we've got this, we've got this, we'll be good. You know, like whatever. Okay. <laughs> then the power at Walmart goes out. <laughs> oh my God. And they, like ushered us to the front with our cart and there was people still checking out and the check stands were still working. And we're like, okay, like, can we check out? And the lady like grabbed the cart from us and was just like, okay, head out the door that over there. And it was like, why can't we check out? You know, like, yeah. like clearly you're running this. Like, I don't yeah. like, okay. Like, yes, the lights are off and all that sort of stuff, but like, we need potty pads, you know? Right. Oh, that so, sucks, man. Oh yeah, so hopefully we can uh, 
find some hopefully they're still there there was two packs of apparently she likes the lavender scented ones <laughs> oh fancy <laughs> a diva maybe but <laughs> yeah. we'll see so hopefully we can like just get her outside often enough and she'll eventually figure out that she can pee outside <laughs> right before travis gets home with potty pads Hopefully. Yeah. He yeah. She'll it. just like have to watch Hunter pee a lot. He outside. did. Yeah. He, did he in watched front him of pee her? outside because okay. I let him out. And I was like, okay, you know, like neutral territory. Let's put them both outside and let him squirrel around a little bit and, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And she watched him pee and then was just like, okay, you know, like, <laughs> but where's mine? You know, Huh. <laughs> all right well i hope you get your potty pads that stresses me out i know me too i'm well he'll be home in like a couple hours so okay you know it, she can hold it for two hours i'm sure and it'll probably be okay you know mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> and if she has to go bad enough she will go you know exactly right so <clears throat> she'll go somewhere she'll find somewhere yeah. to go. <laughs> right <laughs> so that's why i'm just gonna keep taking her out every so often and just make sure that the accident when it happens is on the grass instead of on the carpet right but anyway so there's that but that's my disclaimer just in case there's like howling happening you know okay I think it'll be fine 20 minutes but (laughs) so my thoughts though um the first one uh why couldn't we decided his name was AJ right because yes okay (laughs) or like AJ maybe it's something it you know what it's not AJ but it's spelled AJ. Yeah. <laughs> so. And I don't remember, honestly, because it's been so long since I watched the episode. Yeah. I, know, <laughs> like, I honestly I don't remember what his name is. I'm going to maybe yeah. AJ. That's maybe my, like the next yeah. best option. If it's not AJ, mm-hmm. it's not AJ. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to go with AJ, I guess. Okay. I don't know what else to go with. That's um, fine. So why couldn't he have just dropped Sam next to the portal? Why did he have to like here, follow <clears throat> like over the river and through the woods, you know, to grandmother's house, you go, you know, like, no, just like drop him next door. Maybe that's just where like that portal goes, you know, and, and it's not like up to him where to, where to drop him, you know, maybe he doesn't have like that power. He just I like, thought he could just like open up a portal though. Like I didn't. I think don't. It was... I don't think so. I think it's maybe. Yeah, I don't remember. <laughs> it's been a long time. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it was like discussed why. I. I that's yeah. just what I'm assuming. So. Yeah. So and I know why you shouldn't assume things. <laughs> I... It makes an ass out of you and me. <laughs> Guess who taught that to their newly seven year old? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> now Killian when, when I'm like Killian why don't we assume things he goes because ass <laughs> because of ass that's why yeah but yeah that was always that just kind of confused me it was like there was not really an explanation it was just like oh by the way like go hiking you know <laughs> like mm-hmm. yeah like not that he couldn't but still you know anyways it would be nice not to have to like you know go through purgatory though i know know, like can you just like drop me off at the closest terminal you know Mm -hmm. like okay so when i came into this room today this is a little side note (laughs) 
came to this room today. I turned on the light and it was like very dim in here. So I'm like, uh-huh. okay, you know, one of the lights, the uh, light bulbs has gone out, like no big deal. Mm-hmm. But now the remaining one is flickering and is making me see that. Yeah. Yeah. I was like looking at the walls, like, what is that? Like, is, is this what a stroke feels like? Like, am I, <laughs> oh, am I no. okay? Yeah. Like, is something wrong with me or is yeah. this the electronic, you know? But I don't know, like, but can't like flickering lights like that, like induce, you know, brain problems. I don't know. I mean, I assume if you were like forced to stare at it for long enough, maybe, but like, <laughs> I think it'll probably be okay. Okay. <laughs> Unless you all of a sudden have a seizure condition that you didn't know about <laughs> two minutes I don't think ago. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, like it'll it'll probably be okay, I would assume. You know? Okay. Well, shit's all weird up in here. I have Eric's number. If you start like seizing and fall to the floor, then I'll just call him and be like, you need to go pick her up off the floor. <laughs> Okay, he's taking a nap, so make sure you call him oh, yeah, and, not, sure. and not just text him. Yeah, no, in an instance like that, I wouldn't waste time with texting. I would just call. <laughs> okay, <great>. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Who knows when people read their text messages? <laughs> I know, it's true. I'm not good at it. There's been plenty of times where you've texted me and I like briefly looked at it and I like opened it or whatever because, and I'll be like at work and I'm like, oh yeah, I'm going to respond to that like once, you know, my person is gone or whatever and like mm-hmm. two minutes later I completely forget and then it goes like two or three days until I respond and you're like um, hey what the heck and I'm like it's okay I always like just assume you're at work or like eating a meal with Travis romantically or just like yeah probably with your horses you know what I mean probably so. more of the at work situation. yeah I just like assume you're doing one of those things and yeah. you'll get back to me and then yeah. and then when you don't get back to me I'm like how do I like remind her without like being really annoying? <laughs> Here's the thing is you just have to be like, um, hello, <laughs> <laughs> okay. where'd you go? <laughs> because I have no, I'm not like on purpose ignoring you. I honestly have no idea. That I yeah, that's okay. I figured, I figured that out a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> I'm bad about that. So many people get like worked up about it with me and I'm like, I'm sorry. You know, like I didn't. Yeah. I didn't no you know like it's okay now I'm just like just tell me what time to remind you yeah to like do whatever I need you to do or you know yeah yeah. pretty much like okay text me at this time you know yeah I have alarms in my phone that say text Rochelle that go off (laughs) weekly yeah like okay you need to go and like you know fix this (laughs) Uh, yep (laughs) it's cool it's fine (laughs) No biggie. I just don't remember anything. Yeah, you're good. Uh, uh, speaking of remembering things, my other thought. <laughs> um, so was the whole like, you know, in the, not in the bunker, in the ship that like Kevin is stored on. <laughs> yes. For lack of a better way to put that right now. Um, like, was that all a hallucination? And like, it's kind of weird because it kind of makes it seem like Kevin was kind of kidnapped. But then once they come back to the ship and like Kevin's gone, all of the windows are like, you know, still. Yeah. They're not shattered. Yeah. You know, like, so I think that Kevin, well, there's, 
Okay. So the, the reason I think that Kevin just like lost it and like hallucinated the whole thing um, is because of the windows, because the windows were fine. I don't think that Crowley would suddenly be like, oh, let me just fix these windows before we leave, you know? Yeah. Like I, that doesn't seem likely. Like, why would he care about that? Um, <clears throat> but another reason against that, I guess, is that um, all the like, all the like paperwork was gone all the like notes that Kevin, Kevin took. yeah that's true I was if Kevin say, like, thought he was being abducted would he I mean he could have thought Crowley was like oh grab all your notes on it you know what I mean yeah like, like you're coming with me and bringing all of your research your sort research of thing, yeah you know? like yeah. that's very possible okay all right. I don't know so, yeah. yeah I'm not yeah. sure what we're supposed to think about that you know like if we're supposed to think that it was all a hallucination or if we're supposed to think that like um he was actually kidnapped like I don't know yeah I mean and I can't remember the next time we see Kevin to know you know yeah, is, honestly, he, I don't remember is he being held by Crowley or is he you know off in the wind doing whatever he whatever Kevin thinks he needs to do yeah <laughs> so if that was a hallucination then that means that Crowley's mom not Crowley's mom <laughs> Kevin's, Kevin's mom, mom yeah did not die yeah. because he said that like oh i just killed her and looked up your address in your smart and her smartphone right yeah so like so if yeah so possibly she's alive i don't know i want to know is she alive i like her yeah i don't know like honestly i don't remember at all like mm -hmm. yeah me neither like i don't remember at all so there there's that <laughs> <laughs> that's all i got <laughs> yeah I, I wonder when we'll find out yeah. No idea. I have I no, I literally like at this point in um, the season, I have no idea what's about to happen. Like, I don't either. I know what happens in the last episode, like five minutes of the last episode. <laughs> and that's it. Like, I, I don't remember from I, here Yeah, I vaguely else. remember the last part of the last episode of this season. Mm -hmm. Up till then, though, I don't really know. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. like. It's anybody's guess at this point. Like, I, as I've been watching these episodes, like, I don't remember them at all. Like, if somebody were to be like, oh, you remember the episode of this or whatever? And then I'd be like, no. But then, like, mm -hmm. it, as I'm watching them, though, I do kind of remember bits and pieces of them, not, like, the whole episode. And there's a couple episodes where I swear it's like, I haven't seen this. And then I remember, like, five minutes of it. And I'm like, okay, mm -hmm. I have seen this because I remember this. Yeah. But nothing else, you know? Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. So I, I truly, if I had to guess about Kevin, I would say that he just like lost his marbles and, you know, was hallucinating and, you know, yeah. scurried away with all his stuff. Yeah. Thinking that he was being, you know, captured. So, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I would assume so. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so what was your favorite moment from this episode? Okay. So and just okay <laughs> in general it's like a, maybe it's not your favorite moment if you're struggling it's just it's complicated okay <laughs> okay but feelings different kinds of feelings about it um I I like Benny okay like I like the character Benny I like mm -hmm. um I like the relationship he has with Dean like their you know brotherhood and whatever and all that mm -hmm. um <clears throat> I am, 
I'm not sure how I feel about the actor. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to get to, um, I don't want to like talk shit about people or anything. I yeah. don't know if, uh, um, I'm just like stuttering all over the place here. I'm <laughs> trying not to say the wrong thing. <laughs> I heard some rumors <laughs> about the actor that I didn't much like. Yeah. Um, I don't know if they're true. Um, I hope not. And I do follow him on social media and he seems lovely. He seems like a lovely person. So, yeah. So, so I feel, feel complicated about those, those things. Yeah. Um, but okay. So favorite moment would be um, when Dean is asking Benny if he can kill him. So he'll go to hell or purgatory and, yeah. you know, save Sam and, and Bobby too. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and what I like the most about that whole scene um, was beautifully acted by both of them. Um, but um, with Benny and Dean. Yes, Benny yeah, and Dean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um was like the like on Dean's face, like the emotion that he was showing, there's just like sorrow and like desperation and like, you know, this is like, you know, I could never be forgiven for this for yeah. asking of this, you know, like all of those emotions on his face. It was just it was a beautiful thing to see. So yeah. Yeah. So it was good. Was, yeah. I, it was it was definitely sad you know like I didn't oh yeah I didn't much like it but like I just I I, I remember I remember it being like the first time that I really was like wow Jensen Ackles acting you know (laughs) and not that I hadn't like known he was a good actor before but like this he just like shined brightly in this moment (laughs) I felt so (laughs) yeah yeah that's why I was just impressed um anyways what was your favorite moment i almost said magical moment <laughs> flickering My lights was magical moment me. was that <laughs> we learned that bobby is a fan of tori spelling <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good <laughs> and that he got what was it he went and got a pedicure and was like in love yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those are, those are my moments. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's pretty how good. He knew that it was the real Sam. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I enjoyed that. Yep. Tori spelling. Huh? Interesting. I mean, honestly, I don't know much about her. Like I'm, I know I've seen stuff that she's been in, but mm-hmm. like, I honestly couldn't tell you if like, I couldn't tell you what, you know, <laughs> off the top of my head I, all I know is the original 90210 um but I mean I've she's been in other things yeah I don't, I don't know like I know I've seen her and stuff I just honestly couldn't tell you what and I don't mm-hmm. like I remember you know not disliking her you know yeah <laughs> so <laughs> that's about yeah, all I don't know I wonder, yeah, like that's going to drive me nuts. I'm going to have to look that up later and be like, okay, so like, what have I actually seen her in? Because mm-hmm. I have no idea. Yeah. All I really know about her is that she um, has been just like on and off having relationship troubles with her husband. You know, they've got kids and, you know, yeah. blah, blah, blah. I think they had their own show actually for like a while the spellings there. or something. I can't remember the name, but, but yeah, I'm pretty sure they had their own know. like reality show. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> they definitely had a couple books come out when I was working at Barnes and Noble. Um, but yeah, that's all I know. Marital yeah. issues. Yeah. It's more Not than fun. I know. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, you're one mm-hmm. step ahead of me there. 
<laughs> so our um, interesting facts from this episode, um, what, they just disappeared. So let me try and get these again. Okay. Um, it says the bumper sticker on Ajay's taxi reads, how's my driving? Call 155, go to hell. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> um, it says, well, Sam was trying to convince Bobby that he wasn't a demon. He was referencing the episode Supernatural, You Can't Handle the Truth, um, when Bobby told Dean about being a fan of Tori Spelling and getting a pedicure. Hmm. So, I don't remember that happening before. I don't either, yeah. Like, I'm sure it did. What but- episode did it say it happened in? Um, you can't handle the truth. It doesn't say what season or anything, though. It says from 2010, so that's probably season five. That sounds right. Um, yeah, okay. When would he, like, why would he have told him that? If he was, like, drunk or high or, <laughs> you know, like, I don't that's know. the only thing I could think of is what would make him <laughs> spill the beans about that, you know? <laughs> i don't know maybe, maybe he thought he was gonna die you know and you confess stuff when you die or when you're about to That's die true. don't you i don't remember was it like one of the times that he was in a hospital or something maybe or i i don't know yeah i don't know, I don't know. Yeah. <clears throat> um so it says ajay is the first known reaper to go rogue it's unknown why he turned against death or if death even knew about his disobedience um it says as of this episode both winchesters have been to hell heaven and purgatory that's right um it says garth's boat is named fizzles folly uh, mr fizzles is garth's sock puppet from the episode supernatural party on garth from 2012 mm-hmm. uh the giant devil's trap at the crossroads in this episode is where the supernatural shake was filmed <laughs> where the what was filmed supernatural shake do you know the, where they did the Harlem Shake, where they had like Dean, oh, where, like, where Dean was doing it, or Dean was or doing his Jensen. weird dancing yeah. or whatever, yeah. and then Sam was just standing there scrolling on a phone or whatever, and then like it cuts to like the cast and crew all like wigging out on the <laughs> yeah on the devil's yeah. Track. I remember that now. I and when you said shake, I I uh, I went right to milkshakes. Oh. and then Ooh, you know really good. and then you know like my milkshakes bring all the boys to the yard and or they're whatever. Like, it's better than yours right? <laughs> <laughs> it's been a minute since i've seen that or heard that oh man that's pretty good <laughs> yep oh. yep <laughs> oh. i do want a milkshake now though it sounds really good mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, it says the Reapers cab door says Casey's Sunshine Cab Company, um, a reference to Casey and the Sunshine Band, a popular disco group. Mm-hmm. Um, it says Ajay's name is Indian, but he sports the look of a Middle Eastern man, um, which I don't know why that's a isn't like, why is that a big deal? <laughs> I don't know why that's a thing. Uh, but their their thing is, is it's, so it says it's later revealed that Reapers can possess humans to appear on Earth. And it might be because somebody who he, who he was possessing, apparently. I don't know. I feel like anybody could have any name. That's yeah. Kind of an interesting fact. Yeah. That's just like a, I don't know who wrote that. Yeah. I don't know. Why they I, cared. I yeah. I don't get the purpose of it, but mm-hmm. 
anyways um it says while dean is on the phone with benny um a couple walks by behind him uh the camera cuts away and comes back to dean and the same couple walks by again they're just like okay walk down that way next cut turn walk the other. <laughs> okay like, uh, i mean whatever i didn't notice so i didn't either <laughs> they probably figured well these are the two that we've got nobody's gonna notice let's go you know yeah and you know, sometimes some people are walking and shopping, they, they turn around and be like, Oh, wait, I Go forgot. To a you know? Store, you know? Yeah. Like that's okay. Yeah. It's okay. I mean, to I've done turn it around. times. Like, Oh crap. I need to go down and like, go back to this one or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, so this is going to be tricky for me to read. So it says the Latin incantation <laughs> Sam says to release Bobby's soul and send it to heaven is Solvo haik phantasmata interim et indi ad olympum. I'm sorry if you speak You did a good job. <laughs> um, it says, which loosely translate to release the spirit in the ground and send it to Olympus. Huh. Even though okay. he's not going to Olympus. <laughs> no. So maybe he is <laughs> i don't know yeah <laughs> i mean the whole purpose of this was to send him to heaven so right there's that hmm. uh, so it says the episode's title is from the martin score oh boy scorsese scorsese i think it's scorsese i you know i'm sure i'm not saying that right either but I've never yes even heard the very name once, so. very famous person yes okay okay um so from his movie taxi driver <laughs> from mm-hmm. 1976 um the episode title could be referencing the rogue reaper ajay who moonlighted as a taxi driver um it could also be referencing sam being a taxi for bobby's soul um yep and then it says the last one is an angel blade is used to kill a reaper for the first time oh i don't remember that i guess when thinking Crowley about it ajay. yeah yeah and thinking about it that like, was an angel blade throat face stabs whatever he does to him i don't remember i think it's a face stab, no he stabs him through the back like because he, oh, yeah. he's sitting in his his taxi in the just the driver's seat shows you how much i remember <laughs> that's okay but yeah the the end of it comes out of his chest and yeah, yeah i do yeah. i do like yeah I, I was just thinking that like that would have been the easiest thing for him to do is to like stab him through the throat because like with the headrest and everything but no nope, yeah. he went full through the seat and everything with mm-hmm. it. yeah so, that's too bad so there's that <laughs> um, so our research for today <laughs> is off of ranker because we can't help ourselves <laughs> nope <laughs> <laughs> and the title is these horrifyingly deep holes might just be the portal to hell <laughs> Yeah, I like that because you know portals and you know hell, hell and <laughs> I don't think they say anything about purgatory in here that I know of, but you know portals and hell <laughs> and holes <laughs> and holes in the ground, ground <laughs> holes, up, you know? <laughs> which is a portal, but still. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so it says there's something menacing um, about the darkest depths of the earth. Just below the crust is a world of total blackness that stretches for thousands of miles, far beyond the reach of light. Most people never see farther than a few feet into the ground unless they sneak a peek into a sinkhole. <laughs> but there's there are uh, blah, 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 blah. but there are 
a few very deep holes in this world that offer up a glimpse of what's hiding below <laughs> all of I'm gonna laugh so hard during some of this like it's just how can you not anyway. yeah <laughs> <laughs> the deepest holes on earth are as magnificent as they are phobia inducing um, it's pretty normal to be afraid of heights but these pictures of horrifyingly deep holes <laughs> prove that it's possible to be afraid of depths as well <laughs> check out these scary deep holes but be careful to watch your step yeah <laughs> uh so the first one is uh, the berkeley pit is a toxic hole taller than the empire state building um it says what was once a massive copper mine in butte montana is now home to a concoction of toxic waste and bizarre microorganisms the pit itself is about 1780 feet deep but the bottom thousand feet are submerged in hyper hyper acidic water Mm. The water at the surface is red thanks to all the heavy metals floating around in this poisonous soup. <laughs> Tourists can pay to ogle the pit, um, which has ended the lives of hundreds of birds that sought to land in the water. Because they just had to throw that in, you know, like. Mm. Oof. Poor birdies. Um, so the next one is the Guatemala sinkhole is one of the deepest sinkholes in history. Um, it says in 2010, I, I vaguely remember this briefly. Like, I don't know why, but I'm sure mm -hmm. that it was probably on the news at some point or whatever, you know. Mm -hmm. um, it says in 2010, a sinkhole opened up in Guatemala City that reached 300 feet deep, one of the largest human-made sinkholes ever. It was created thanks to a number of contributing factors, including leakage from sewer pipes, a tropical storm, and prior volcanic eruptions. The hole reportedly claimed a three-story building and possibly a number of lives, although death tolls were uncertain due to tropical storm Agatha happening at the same time. Wow. Um, the next one is the Mariana Trench is deeper than Mount Ever deeper than Mount Everest is tall. Blah, 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 blah. Mm. Um, it says, "Welcome to the deepest point on Earth, the Mariana Trench in the Pacific Ocean." Only a few people have ever been to the bottom. One of whom is acclaimed filmmaker James Cameron. Uh, the lowest point of this trench is known as Challenger Deep, and it is approximately seven miles from the surface. Um, it's one of the harshest environments known to man. Um, before the first dive, scientists debated whether life could exist there. Um, while the trench is under environmental protection from the U.S. government, it is the unfortunate victim of human pollution. They just like to add a downer to all of these, don't they? I got a question about James Cameron. Okay. Why, why was he there? I mean, was that part of like filming the abyss, I wonder? I mean, that was like a very long time ago, that film. I don't know. I would assume that he either was doing some sort of documentary on it or used it in some sort of film, you know? Mm hmm I just, like, need to know, so I'm gonna look. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. I am not, uh, <clears throat> I, I don't know much about James Cameron, so. On March 26th, 2012, Cameron reached the bottom of the Challenger Deep, the deepest part of the Mariana Trench, the blah, blah, blah. This does not answer my question. <laughs> he spent four hours exploring the bottom of a trench in his submersible um, built to withstand the immense pressure of the deep. He found sea creatures, but also found a plastic bag and sweet wrappers. Oh, um, great. <laughs> okay. So it has nothing to do with the movie he's made. Okay. That's all I wanted to know. Yeah, it sounds like he just kind of wanted to uh, wanted to go to explore it a little bit. I would um, never want to do that. 
no, that not ever. Like, I'm not really one of those people that's afraid of water. Like, as far as like oceans and stuff go, like I will swim in an ocean mm-hmm. if I'm close enough to a boat, <laughs> you know, like, mm-hmm. or yeah. something, you know. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm not just gonna go out there by myself. That sounds like the worst thing ever, you know. Yeah. But like. I have no interest in going seven miles underwater. Like, no, thank you. There's no fucking way. There's no, no way. way. And, and like, honestly, like, even like the things that like, yeah, there's some creepy ass shit, like deep down there, but like mm-hmm. even way up high in the ocean, there's some creepy ass shit that can hurt you. So yeah. <laughs> I don't, I, yeah, me in the ocean, I don't think we're going to happen again. You know? <laughs> Like you've got to go into the ocean at some point. I mean, you're going to probably want to take Killian. I mean, (laughs) there's other people who can take him in the ocean, (laughs) you know, grandparents, husband. Yeah. But knowing Killian, he's going to be like, Hey mom, get in here. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. We'll see. And then you're going to have to explain that like, nope, I'm terrified and have him be terrified or I know I don't want to scare him, but just like, come on, (laughs) even just like, you know, random jellyfish, you know, like, I don't want to, I don't want to jellyfish don't feel good. I've been stung by a jellyfish before. It sucks, but you know, it's tolerable, you know, like it, it, your skin feels like it's burning <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. But, but it's like, not like the worst. It's not the worst thing. Like I would say it was more like it was on the edge of like painful and annoying, you know, like, mm-hmm. okay. It like definitely nettles? hurt, like definitely hurt. Yeah. Kind of like stinging nettles. Like that's okay. pretty much what it felt like. Like, and the last time I I got stung by nettles. I was probably in like elementary school. So I don't totally remember it, but I remember it burning for a while. And like, that's mm. the biggest thing is it kind of burns. Like it's not like painful, painful, but it burns <clears throat> and is something that like, doesn't go away quickly. Usually unless you put the stuff on it or whatever, you know, mm. don't pee on it folks. It makes it worse. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So this one time <laughs> I was in <laughs> high school and I was dating this really cute boy and um, I had a volleyball game later in the afternoon. So we had a couple hours to kill. And I'm not sure like how exactly we got there, but we ended up in the middle of the woods just like to make out for a while, you know? <laughs> and um, I ended up with a nettles um, all over my arms and hands. Yeah. And then Ooh. I had to go play volleyball. Like yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and smack it a bunch of times. Yeah. So I guess that's that's what I get. I'm sure I was breaking some kind of rule. <laughs> so. Yeah, I I think the last time I got nettled was at like Girl Scout camp when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And since then I have been very careful to keep away from it because oh, yeah, I don't it like I don't really remember what it felt like too much other than it was kind of burning you know but I don't remember like how long it lasted or anything like that but clearly it made yeah. enough of an impression to where I don't want to touch it again you know mm-hmm. it lasts like anywhere from like an hour to like three hours I think so yeah not too bad but and I'm sure if you like there's probably some sort of like cream or you know soap oh, I'm or sure. something yeah, to I don't like know. you know rinse off the oil or whatever from the plant or yeah I don't mm-hmm. know yeah but ugh, no thank you <laughs> uh, 
So uh, the next one, and this is, it's El Zacaton. Mm, okay. It says it's the largest sinkhole in the world. Um, it says the sinkhole in Mexico is the largest in the world, and NASA scientists have explored it using an ama- amazing robotic submarine. Um, nearly 1,000 feet deep, El Zacaton is truly a diver's nightmare. Uh-huh. One person died while trying to make it to the bottom. Um, it's full of geothermal vents that scientists believe make El Zacaton or Z- whatever similar <laughs> to habitats on Jupiter's moon um, Europa. What would, okay, wait, what, what did they say was in the trench? Um, so there's geothermal vents. Right. Okay. That, so what, what exactly does that do? They're like little heat vents. Okay. So like if you're a diver and you get, you know, heat vented, are you like, you know, is it that hot? Like you die? Cause you're I don't boiled. think is so. That it, or? Okay. My guess is that the diver probably like just couldn't handle the pressure and all that sort of stuff or went down mm-hmm. too far and ran out of oxygen or I don't know, mm-hmm. you know, like it doesn't say, but I would assume that the geothermal vents like probably wouldn't make it boiling or anything. It probably would just like, you know, make it warm, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. I don't know. Like, it doesn't make it seem like it's a big deal, you know, as far as like heat goes, like, yes, it's going to be warmer, but it's not like going to boil you alive or something. I feel like they would mention if it was going to boil you. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) (laughs) At least one would hope. Um, uh, the next one is ice cube neutrino observatory is three times as big as the tallest building of the world or in the world. Um, it says located all the way in the South Pole, this Antarctic research station is eerily similar to the one from The Thing. Um, it's isolated, frozen, and home to untold terrors like this particular detector. Um, known as Ice Cube, this giant hole made of ice and metal reaches depths of 2,500 meters, which is about 8,200 feet. Damn. Yeah. Um, you would be falling for a long time. <laughs> If you that would suck. took a misstep, you know, like you would uh, have time to think about it and send yeah. a text saying what happened, you know, like, yeah. holy cow. Uh-huh. Um, it says the researchers hope to use this technology to better understand neutrino particles in the mysterious substance called dark matter. Um, the next one is Krubera cave uh, goes more than a mile below the surface. It says this massive cave complex in, oh boy, Abkhazia, Georgia, um, is one of the deepest known to man. Um, some expeditions have gone over 7,000 feet below the surface. Uh, the cave is a host to all sorts of diverse wildlife found nowhere else in the world, not to mention a subterranean waterfall. It can take days or even weeks to get to the bottom. So like that must be what that movie that we watched was like based off of. Which movie? Oh, the descent. Yeah. Yeah. That's gotta be with the creatures and the waterfall and yeah. 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 So did that movie scare you? I can't remember what you said about it. I mean, I wouldn't like necessarily choose to watch it just for fun. (laughs) Yeah. But like it was, it wasn't scary. It was more of just kind of like a claustrophobic feeling, you know? Yeah. Okay. But like I slept totally fine after, (laughs) (laughs) you know, like I haven't had nightmares about it or anything. So I would assume that, you know, like, yeah, I mean, it was a little disturbing, but it's fine you know Mm -hmm. (laughs) so I don't know my how you've changed found anything 
that's like I know I used to not be able to even watch like a scare like a funny horror film before watching mm-hmm. Supernatural I was like I'm not gonna sleep <laughs> for months you know <laughs> and now I'm like eh, whatever you know yeah all right I'll see if I can find something scarier <laughs> <laughs> I think it's like to me, the things that have scared me the most, I know we've had this conversation a couple of times, um, and on the podcast too, I think, but like, it's the human animal creature hybrid weird things. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing that like weirds me out the most, you know, mm-hmm. it's like the human creatures that aren't yeah. human. like, honestly, <sighs> sometimes people that are like legitimately like you know, having a psychotic break and you see like video of them, like acting completely like under, like out of control, like, like an animal, you know, like Mm -hmm. that creeps me out, even though it's like, not even like a scary, like, Mm -hmm. like, I don't know, like, it's like a video of somebody in like the police station, like acting all crazy because they're like on some sort of drug or something like, Mm -hmm. but they have like no rationale, you know, to anything like that weirds me out a lot. You know, I'll have to keep that in mind. Maybe we should try the wrong turn movies. That might be a fun place to start. I also think that the actor who plays um, death in Supernatural is Uh one of the, one of the, wrong turn guys oh yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) i don't know exactly know what to call them (laughs) but yeah the the, you know actors yeah (laughs) i'm also pretty sure that there's like seven of those movies so yeah yeah that that could be a long (laughs) Mm -hmm. a long thing but (laughs) yeah um so where Okay, I think I finished that one. I was like, I don't remember if it said if I read that it can take days or weeks to get to the bottom of that. You did. Okay. I'm like, I don't know where I am. (laughs) Okay. Um, so the next one is the great blue hole. (laughs) It's a mysterious hole (laughs) submerged in the middle of a reef. Um, it says the great blue hole is located in a reef off of the coast of Belize and is one of the deepest sea holes in the world. It's about 1,000 feet wide and 400 feet deep, and it's a natural formation. It's a popular destination for divers and is home to a slew of unique ocean life. Huh. Okay. That's not that bad, though. Like, 400 feet, like... Yeah, that's that's doesn't seem that deep. Like, I could float around at the top of that if you could, like, kind of see stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. Because, like, so it has a picture of it, and it looks kind of dark, but I would assume that, like, once you're there like and on top of the water it might not seem as dark I don't know like I if it like if we got out in the middle of it and it was like still kind of like dark dark blue I'd be like I'm not getting out of the boat yeah, <laughs> like, yeah I wouldn't either thanks you know like I will dip my head in and t- <laughs> put my little snorkel face in there and look <laughs> around and see what I can see and <laughs> that's it you know like yep. I have no, I don't really have problems being in the ocean, but above a big hole in the ocean, that just seems not right. No, <laughs> it's not. It's not. <laughs> um, so the next one is you can fit four Eiffel Towers in the Bingham, uh, Bingham Canyon mine. I think I said that wrong, but it's fine. Um, so it says uh, two and a half miles wide, 
and nearly 4,000 feet deep, the Bingham uh, Canyon Mine is one of the largest man-made excavation sites on Earth. This massive mine is in Utah, um, where it has been worked for over 115 years. Um, it was also the site of one of the largest landslides in recorded history. 70 million cubic meters of debris roared down the side of this massive mine, an event so powerful that it was picked up on seismic instruments meant to detect earthquakes. Wow. <laughs> No, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Did anyone like, you know, die? That's all it says. Huh? You no, know, like, you know, there, there's not really much yeah. of anything. Maybe it happened in the middle of the night when no one was working. Hopefully. Yeah. That's what <laughs> Although I'm when you're underground, it doesn't really matter what time of the day you're at work. That's true. It's still going to be dark, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, this next one has a fun name. It's Lake Assel. Oh, <laughs> it's a dangerous salty hole. <laughs> <laughs> I got a dangerous salty hole for you. <laughs> Sorry, that was inappropriate. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> I'm pretty sure at this point, that's not the worst thing we've saw on this so it says lake assel is located in the small african nation of djibouti i think i said that right i don't really know (laughs) okay i don't Um, know where that is uh djibouti djibouti i think is what it's djibouti yeah yeah i think so i think that's how yeah Uh, i'm not caught up in my uh my (laughs) my names of really anything heck i can't even tell you half the time what road i'm on when i'm driving through town so. <laughs> like, take a left at the walmart <laughs> go through the roundabout take a right you know like <laughs> or, you know <laughs> um um okay it says it's the lowest point on the continent um it says the salt lake is 515 feet below sea level and is used as a salt quarry um, it's much saltier than the ocean and too dangerous to swim in. Hmm. I wonder if it's like, so, you know, um, the Red Sea, how it's like really um, salty and like very buoyant. So people go swimming in it all the time. And like, or no, the Dead Sea, sorry, not the, the Red Sea, the Dead Sea. Yeah, uh, yeah. And that's where people get like the mud from and stuff that they use to like, you know, make masks and different things. It's supposed to be like really good for your skin. Um, Mm -hmm. but also like you can't sink, you know? So like a lot of people go and they just like float around. Um, Mm -hmm. so I wonder what like the saltiness of that is compared to like this lake. Yeah. Why did they say it was, um, deadly? Like, doesn't it, it did say it it was too dangerous to swim in it. That's also hyperlinked. So I can look at that. Um, yeah, I wonder like, let me see. I think warm as a bath and saltier than the sea. Oh, so it's too hot. Oh, okay. Um, so the water dries really fast. Um, and with the salt drying on your skin and it's really really hot there it like makes you itchy to the point of pain wow okay and they don't have a lot of fresh water there so they they don't like just go in and then like rinse it off you know like 
they have to kind of deal with it once it's on them. So yeah, that sucks. That's that. Um, well, that was a lot of holes. <laughs> oh, we're not done. There's more. Oh, holes. <laughs> I thought you said that was the last hole. Oh no, we've got th- four more holes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like counting. Uh, so the next one is the Cola Super Deep Borehole, and it's seven and a half miles deep. Um, it says this is the deepest man-made hole in the world. <laughs> A series of holes in Russia that were designed and drilled by scientists looking for information about Earth's geologic past. Um, The hole is 12 kilometers deep, about seven and a half miles. While that may seem impressive, it's easy to forget that the Earth's core is several thousand miles below the surface. Um, Some fascinating discoveries were made there, including the discovery of microbial fossils that were dated to be two billion years old. Um, Okay, I hate to stop you right in the middle of um, your talk about holes, but... (laughs) Um, this flickering lights is starting to make me feel a little pukey. (laughs) So, um, if we could just pause it and I can have Eric fix the light bulb, that'd be great. We're going to pause. Okay. Okay. Thanks. (laughs) Okay. We're back and the puppy. Sorry. So (laughs) we're going to see how this goes. (laughs) Yep. Um, so the next one for, um, the holes, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> is the Anglo Gold Ashanti's uh, Maponing Gold Mine is the deepest in the world. Um, it says the Maponing Gold Mine, which I'm not sure if I'm saying that correctly, um, located in South Africa, is run by mining company Anglo Gold Ashanti. Um, it is the deepest in the world at about uh, two and a half miles beneath the Earth's surface and is large enough to fit 10 Empire State buildings inside of it. Damn. Uh, the mine employs thousands, but is reportedly not a fun place to work with temperatures of 140 degrees Fahrenheit on its lowest levels. What the fuck? You can't like that do sounds... anything there, much less physical labor. Like... I know, right? And it says, despite already having the world's deepest mine, Anglo Gold Ashanti is planning on expanding it. Um, wow. So, <laughs> sorry, the puppy's beating on the door. <laughs> that's fine (laughs) she wants out she does she's like i'm over it i took my nap i'm done (laughs) (laughs) it's okay (laughs) i'm gonna put her in my lap and see if this okay if it helps you crazy dog you crazy dog (sighs) oh she's so cute (laughs) i can't stand Um, it no i know she is very cute yeah, big one too. She's like seven weeks and she's probably, I would guess, 15 pounds at least. <laughs> and yeah. she's now going to sing you a song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the next one is Wooding Dean Well is a hand dug hole made without modern machinery. <laughs> Trying to cut me out. She's like, no, not that. Listen to me. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, it says a well in England is the deepest hand dug hole in the world. It began as a way to supply an industrial school with water with work continuing day and night by candlelight. Today, the well is uh, 1,285 feet deep. And that was all done without the help of machinery. That's crazy. <laughs> Holy cow. <laughs> ah, she's taking my headphones. Okay. So... <laughs> 
Um, the next one and the last one is the Hambach surface mine. And it says it's the deepest hole in Europe. Um, it says this massive mine, what happened? I had what a, okay. was that? <laughs> I don't know. It was this <laughs> ad that popped up. <laughs> As this massive mine bottoms out at nearly a thousand feet below sea level and has been operating in Germany since 1978. It is known as the largest hole in Europe and is the and is a huge source of mineral wealth. Uh, millions of tons of coal are excavated from the site every year. Um, but environmentalists are clashing with industry, a stance seemingly supported by the German government's commitment to green energy. Huh. Speaking of German, your German shepherd cry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, what was your idiot or aspect moment from this episode? Okay, so this happened a while ago, so I might, I might, uh, you know, stumble over myself here. Um, trying to remember, um, I it was on Thanksgiving and, uh, during dinner we're sitting at kind of this, you know, long table in a, in a kind of narrow room. So like people on the sides of the table, if they want to get up and like go to the bathroom or get more food, you know, someone usually has to get up and let them out, you know? Yeah. So, um, um, I was on one side next to Killian and on the other side was Eric next to our good friend, Mark. And, um, Eric had gotten up to get some food, I think. And Mark looked at me, um, and kind of shouted at me over everyone talking. Like he just said, I'm ready, which, (laughs) which he says to me often. And it just means I'm ready for us to have a shot of alcohol now. Like, that's just like what we say to each other when it's drinking. She wants a shot of alcohol. Yeah, she does. She's like, yeah. (laughs) So Mark, in the middle of Thanksgiving dinner, you know, formal dinner with family, it was just like, I'm ready. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, let's do this. Yeah. And I said, I said, great. It's a perfect time because Eric isn't here right now. So let's go. And it just sounded like we were arranging like a sexual encounter, you know? Yeah. So, <laughs> it's like, um, what is this? Yeah. yeah. So everyone was kind of looking at us in shock and I was like, oh my God. That's not what I meant. <laughs> I didn't mean like that. And you know, Mark is like super gay, you know, so yeah. no one, no one's really worried about it. But it just, you know, sounded <laughs> like, you know, like yeah. you know. So <laughs> anyway, I was so happen. embarrassed. Yeah. I was so embarrassed. And I was just like, oh my God, thank God my husband isn't here to hear this, you know. And then <laughs> and then Killian, everyone's laughing, and Killian's just like, What's happening? And like, I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And anyways, it was just, it was all kinds of confusing, but funny. So anyways, um, I did get my shot of alcohol. So well, there you go. <laughs> there, yeah. That was That's the important yeah. part of the story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what was your idiot or aspect moment? Um, so mine was, I had a friend over a few weeks ago now and normally so our house how it works like our back door doesn't go out to the yard or anything it goes out to the garage and then there's another door to go out to the back right Mm -hmm. so the door into the garage is pretty much always unlocked because there's no purpose to lock that when everything else is locked Mm -hmm. um but uh getting the uh or the the outside door sometimes I don't always unlock it when I go out because we just kind of prop it open but there um their dog didn't 
really want to hang out with us in the yard. He wanted to hang out in the garage. And so before I like realized what was happening, all of a sudden the garage door was shut. I didn't have my cell phone. <laughs> oh no. I didn't have anything. So I was like, oh no, you know, like it's yeah. fine. So we had to walk over to, um, I, I don't chew on that. Hold on one second. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I cannot tell what's happening. <laughs> Okay. She's got the dog. Um, That's okay. Now she's pissed that I picked her up. Um, So we had to walk over to Travis's dad's house. So, and it was pouring down rain. I'm talking like big rain happening. And um, she, like she and I, and her daughter just went, like we had to march ourselves across the pasture through the rain to his dad's house. I'm like, please dear god tell me you have a key you know <laughs> yeah you know and so we ended up getting back and it was all fine and everything it wasn't that big of a deal but it was a minor inconvenience but it was still that sucks in the rain oh no you know because I had like I didn't have a jacket on I had like my crocs on <laughs> yeah <laughs> I'm sorry <laughs> it's okay she's like I'm gonna sing you the song of my people and all the injustices that I've faced so far in my short little life. (laughs) (laughs) But, but yeah, so that was, that was it. It wasn't anything like too crazy or anything, but Mm -hmm. um, that still sounds horrible. I wouldn't hate that. It was cold. Yeah. Well, thanks for listening to us and our shenanigans. You and can email us. Maisie screaming. <laughs> and Maisie screaming. You can email us at idgitsandassetspodcast at gmail.com. The word and is spelled out. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram under Idgits and Aspets, a supernatural podcast. Make sure to rate and review us on iTunes and send us your Idgit and Aspet moments for a chance to hear your story on our podcast. Thanks again. Thank you.